Now, now, the Crash and Mars Podcast 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for May the 10th. Today, on an incredible show, Crash and Mars talk uh, the best parts of men's bodies, <laughs> um, power tool accidents, and getting your adult self stuck in children's playground equipment. All right. Here we go. This is the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation now, radio. Alrighty, uh, good morning. I don't have much going on in traffic for you guys. It's looking pretty good. If you do happen to see something, our phone number here, 780-489-4669. All right, here's a few things that are going on. Uh, first of all, uh, good news for Fort McMurray. Mm-hmm. Uh, Premier Rachel Notley got a first-hand look at the wildfire damage in Fort McMurray yesterday afternoon. Now, here's what she had to say. Basically... It's still a large, dangerous fire. 204,000 hectares. Yeah. And it's about 25 to 30 kilometers from the Saskatchewan border. Um, So it is is still a bad, dangerous fire. 2,400 buildings were either burned fully or partially in Fort McMurray. 12 structures were lost in Anzac. But here's the positive. 25,000 buildings have been saved. Yeah, perfect. 90% of Fort McMurray remains unharmed. Oh, that is amazing. So that is, uh, that's really good news. For the size of the fire, too, coming out the city, yes. that is that is that absolutely is, amazing. It is good. Uh, yeah. She also said that um, the 25,000 buildings that were saved, including the hospital, municipal buildings, and every single functioning school. Oh, perfect. Now, whether or not they have smoke damage, that's yeah. obviously something else that needs to be assessed. But they have not been damaged by fire. Mm-hmm. So 90% of Fort McMurray has not been damaged by fire. Damaged by smoke, maybe. Yeah. But that is really yeah, good news. So yeah. they're, uh, that's, that's really good news. Now, is there a timeline on when people can start returning to their homes? No. Yeah, yeah you they, don't really you know, know they, yet until you get like right in there and get everything running, right? They, Yeah, they say they don't know. Um, Notley said that first responders are still on the ground, assisting crews with working to repair and maintain critical infrastructure. Atco Gas and Atco Electric were working hard to restore the power grid in Fort Mac and to assess the gas infrastructure. There are currently over 250 Atco employees on the ground in the city. There are more expected to be coming to try to get... Uh, you know, the essentials mm-hmm. ready to go yeah. so that people can start returning to our homes. They say the key infrastructure is in place, the schools, the hospital, uh, and they're, you know, they're happy with that. Mm-hmm. So that's some really good news. Yeah, that's huge news. Now, in the meantime, uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau had to decline a whole bunch of international aid for the Fort McMurray wildfire. Yep, the world stepped up. Yeah. Uh, countries Australia, Israel, Mexico, Palestine. And we talked about Arusha yesterday. And the states have all offered assistance, uh, ranging from heavy water bombers to specialized crews. Uh, Trudeau turned around and Megan trained them all by saying, no. (laughs) The internet exploded yesterday. People were pretty pissed at that. They're like, I don't think the... What the F, Trudeau, right? Yeah. I'm guessing it's... He said that we don't need the help. Yeah, uh, he knows... I would imagine he would know more than we know. Well, he's being briefed. We're not. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's he's getting way more details than we're ever seeing. Yeah, I read it off the Ched website. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) let's be honest here. Yeah, so... Yeah, so he knows... What we have maybe is good enough to control a little bit. Yeah, he said uh, that firefighters were coming from all across our own country of Canada. Yeah. And then there is no need to accept international assistance at this time. So, and I'm guessing you can only have so many things flying over the fire. 
I don't. Right? I, again, another like, thing. Sure, I don't know how that works. Fifty water bombers coming in, but yeah. then you have so much air traffic going. May- right. I, I it sounds no like idea. a sounds like a champagne problem to have. Oh, exactly. Too yeah. many water bombers. Yeah. <laughs> but so yeah. he has turned down. Uh, all international assistance mm-hmm. on the Fort McMurray wildfire. Now, this is uh, oh, this is awful, but a number of the Fort McMurray wildfire evacuees who had been staying at the Northlands Reception Center yes. here in our city oh, have started to experience viral gastronitis. Oh, no. Something's ripping through there? A viral stomach bug. No, no. AHS said it is a breakout, and it's not unexpected given the large amount of people that are staying there. After being forced from their homes in Fort McMurray, uh, they say about 40 to 50 people were presented with the symptoms over the weekend. Okay, it sucks being sick. Yeah. It would suck being sick. In like a makeshift camp. In Northlands. (sighs) That's brutal. And here's the symptoms. We've all had it. Would it be like the like a cruise ship illness kind of thing? Yeah. Nausea. Yeah. Vomiting. Mm -hmm. Diarrhea. Oh, no. Now, they say, as with any outbreaks, they're trying to isolate the individuals who are ill and give them the chance to recover, recuperate, keep them hydrated. People experiencing symptoms are being housed in a separate area in order to provide them with medical care that they need. Brutal. Mm. A total of 14,750 people have attended the facility since it opened last week. About 11,000 were registered at the facility. And then as of yesterday morning, about 600 were staying in the group lodging provided at the expo center. Hmm. But yeah, I, they, like they said, it's not unexpected. You get a big group of people together. Yeah, you're bound to have some illness. You know, someone through. gets the flu and... Mm-hmm. And there you go. All right, the fire ban is still in effect uh, for our province, so keep that in mind. Police have now updated everybody with how many calls they had to attend over the weekend. And uh, basically what has gone on since late Thursday, that's when they said fire ban for the province and, and the city of Edmonton. Yeah. You're not allowed to open burn in the city. Uh, Edmonton Fire Rescue has responded to 174 people disobeying. 174 now? Since Thursday night. Yeah. Damn. That number skyrocketed. Yeah. Don't People burn. People are burning things. Yeah, guys, stop burning things. Just, you, just don't just burn. Just calm down. You can there burn later. Be, yeah, there will be a time to burn. You'll be able to look at the flames in your yeah. backyard. Just not right now. Don't get me wrong, guys. Like, if I could burn all my garbage daily, I would. Your garbage? <laughs> <laughs> If I could get me an old burning barrel, I yeah, would. I would. I would. I live Pour here in the city. Pour some gas on the old broccoli there and burn it. But I can't. No. So so don't, all right? Just don't do not do it. And just keep in mind, we are still under a fire burn, but yes, 174. Mm-hmm. Um, That's brutal. Yeah. They say, uh, for the most part, it's irresponsible burning. Mm-hmm. And I think that people got a little fanatic on Friday and started calling 911 for seeing people throw cigarette butts out their windows. Uh, yeah, Don't flood 911 with that. I think that. people got fanatic. You yeah. know how, like, because the news was so Fort McMurray. Like, you yeah. couldn't turn around twice without hearing fire, yeah. right? So I think people got it in their heads. Yeah, and that's not a 911 call. Well, Cigarette butt not. out the window? Um, no, it's no, not. But, but, you know, if you are a smoker, um, just don't throw your butt out the window. Go yeah. get, it, get, get yourself your an dirty, for your Get car. your dirty old pop can in your console. Yeah, that's drop right. Drop her in there. Go to the dollar store, get a... Uh, the butt stop thing? Yeah, the butt stop. Yeah. Those are easy to... I, I just threw one out of my truck the other day. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. Dirt oh, your old, butt, your old, my old butt, butt stop? stop from like a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. Gross. 
was underneath Wait a the second. seat. You quit smoking, but you still drove around with your ashtray. Well, it was underneath the seat. I haven't cleaned under there oh. in like a year and a half. I pulled it out, and just the ash blows in my face. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> that it's was that was so rank. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe I did that. <laughs> I can't believe you just threw it under your seat. Oh, I know. I think oh, it just whatever. tumbled or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, there it's you gross. go. So keep in mind, fire ban, please be responsible. Mm-hmm. All right. We got to talk about ISIS a little bit this morning. Um, apparently, there's a lot of things that ISIS does when it comes to propaganda. So a lot of the times, the stuff that you'll hear about is extreme, right? Like shocking violence, lynchings, shootings, stabbings, beheadings. Yeah. Terrible videos, when, photos. Yeah, yeah. When you think ISIS videos, that's what you think, right? Yeah. Uh, but how about... A fitness routine. What? Apparently, um, ISIS has put out a new fitness routine video Mm. in which it shows its members working out. Now, there shouldn't really be anything intimidating about uh, working out in the desert. Um, But people are saying they're a little freaked out by the video. (laughs) What do they do? Part of their workout routine is being violently kicked in the balls. What? That's how they're trained? <laughs> they line up, and a guy in a in an army outfit, yeah. and you're told to put your hands behind your back as a guy, stand with your legs spread, and a dude, an ISIS dude, walks up to you and rails you as hard as he can. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, the video's creepy. The video's super creepy. It is a weird-looking video. And they have to jump through literally hoops of fire. There's, yeah. There's oh, giant yeah. rings of fire that they have to yeah, jump Yeah, they have through. to jump through rings of fire. Jihadis are also seen cranking out some crunches, squats, and toe touches. They swing across monkey bars all get while being shot at. What? So you're, you're swinging. This is like extreme CrossFit. You're swinging from monkey bars, yeah. and you got to dodge bullets because your instructor shoots at you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, anyone that's doing hardcore CrossFit right now, then... It, you, you can't hold a candle to these guys. I'm just looking at what they're doing. Oh, my God. Yeah, they also form human pyramids and have the jihadis try to jump over them and land it in a somersault. Why the rings of fire? Well, I think what they're trying to do is they're, they're, they release these to the world to show... Like they're hardcore? To show you how hardcore they are. Uh, like no. they're crawling on their back carrying car tires. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're showing Jeez. you how strong and hardcore they are. Yeah. Now, when I watched this video yesterday, the th- first person I thought about was Ginge. Because Ginge, I know, you need a work- you need fitness. <laughs> you need a workout routine, buddy. This actually makes me feel better about ISIS. <laughs> what? Uh, well, this isn't very like uh, this doesn't seem like a competent no, workout well, plan. I don't think really anything they do is no. Yeah. But I mean, they've done some terrible, like you said, some they heinous have things. Heinous Just makes things. me makes me feel those aren't as organized as we fear they might be. Well, this routine looks pretty organized. They oh my god, they pin you to the ground and drag you across this. Like a clearing, and then throw you in the back of the trunk. Yeah. Well, you've got to know. And then you got to try to escape. Well, yeah, because you have to train to be abducted, right? It's a Kia. It's a Kia. <laughs> <laughs> like the, it is. the rings of fire. Like if the circus ever comes to town and they get attacked, like they might be in trouble because ISIS what? clearly knows I what they're can. doing with that. Yeah. That's a great word for it. It looks like a circus. It does. Total circus. Army circus. Yeah. It almost looks like a bit of a what is that called where the guys are like jumping around downtown over structures and stuff like that. Oh, parkour. Park. Yeah. Parkour. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little parkour A little bit, yeah. Which doesn't really intimidate anyone. No. No. Sorry, parkour gang. Well, watching this. It is impressive, though, parkour. <laughs> <laughs> it's not intimidating. No, no, it's not no. intimidating. It's it is very impressive, impressive though, yeah. to watch. I didn't know Crash was a closet parkour fan. <laughs>
one step away from Jabberwockies. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, if you're looking for a new exercise routine, you might want to uh, check out the What exercise. are they doing? It's like know. the super dogs. Yeah. They're going in between the pylons. They do a little dance at the end. They do. The yeah. whole thing is ridiculous. That's messed up. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. so if you want to watch it. There's a video can. link on the app if you want to see that. And go and check it out. Uh, all right, remember how we had in the news a little while ago uh, McDonald's and their garlic fries? Oh, yeah. I got an update on how good they're doing. And? Well, apparently. Probably freaking amazing. Garlic fries at McDonald's are so amazing. So much so, in fact, that they cannot keep them in stock. Well, that's a good sign. Bring them up here. We need the garlic fries. In the less than two weeks since they have been offered at McDonald's in San Francisco, they are completely sold out. Mm -hmm. McDonald's even had to send out a tweet saying that they're so popular they've hit a temporary shortage of supplies. Now, you're probably thinking, marketing ploy. Uh, Apparently, it is not. It's legit? It's legit. Yeah. But how are they running out? Wouldn't it just be like a garlic... Shake? Shaker, or like, you would think. Yeah. No, I think it's like a... It's like a whole different like a deep paste, fryer and everything. Like a paste that oh, you... Oh, like a batter. Yeah, like a batter. Oh. And I think that's what they're running out of. I always get so mad when I find that McDonald's does like these regional things that we don't get. Yeah. Like uh, San Francisco gets their garlic fries. I know. I think yeah. the East Coast has a bunch of different ocean options. Yeah, yeah. they do. There's uh, a lobster one. The I forget what it is. Like lobster. It might just be the McLobster. McLobster, yeah. yeah. And it probably. just lives on their menu year long. Yeah. yeah. yeah what there are all we the time. Where's our regional Not, uh, Alberta delicacy? Beef. Do they do uh, does McDonald's push Alberta beef here? I haven't been oh, to yeah, McDonald's I think they in got ages, Alberta do they? Beef? Yeah. Yeah. So that's sure. it. Well, everyone gets beef. But this is Alberta beef. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> and this story is just bizarre. They say that if you uh certain people who fly Mm-hmm. When you reach a certain altitude, can go a little loopy. A 26-year-old by the name of Heidi McKinney was on an Alaska Airlines flight from Las Vegas to Portland, Oregon on Sunday night. The woman who was seated next to her made a complaint because apparently she says that Heidi, during the flight, could not stop grabbing her breasts and, <laughs> and her lady part. How old is this woman? 26 years old. Oh, yeah. Now, they don't know if this young woman was drunk or not. Um, She was taking a trip to Hawaii, though. Mm -hmm. And someone went on her Facebook page and pulled all of her pictures. (laughs) She does not look like someone that would just randomly start touching someone on an airplane. Like, she doesn't look like that, that kind of girl? No. Not that there's a look to that, but she just looks like she's a... Well, uh, let's be honest, there kind of is. Well, I, yeah, I know, you're right. <laughs> but she just looks like she's uh, like just a traveler. So here's some pictures of her uh, vacationing in Hawaii. Yeah. So, see. you know, she looks like she's a hottie. Oh, just regular girl. Right? Okay, like she's super cute. Like, yeah. she's super hot. You know, here she is on the flight. And then there's her mugshot. Oh, no. Great mugshot. She's cute, yeah, hey? Glam shot. Uh, I'm going to say she was probably drunk. Was she there with, okay. her, with her friends? I, uh, there's no other information. I've been drunk on an airplane, and I've never looked at the woman next to me and be like, honk, honk. <laughs> never. <laughs> no, never. Not like not even the, the dude. I would never. I you would never, never even thought about that. No, I would never touch someone or invade their space like that, On regardless of how many wines I have. What about that time when we uh, flew to Mexico? Yeah. And we were sitting beside that one dude, and we just uh, tied it on with him. 
Yeah, sure. He was nice and all, but I wasn't going to like... no, like Hong Kong. Wah, wah. Squeeze, squeeze. Aruga. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't, that never crossed no, your mind. I wasn't going in there. Alrighty, in sports on the weekend, the big boy arrived in our city for the past couple of weeks. The incredible new Rogers Place scoreboard was being assembled in Las Vegas. Yeah. And then did you guys see it? It's a beast. It was painted, dismantled, placed in trucks, and shipped north to its home here in Edmonton. Uh, this week, the various pieces of the structure they're saying is going to be the greatest scoreboard in the history of the NHL or the NBA mm-hmm. will be attached to the hoist that has been installed at the center of Rogers Place. Now, next week, all the LED components will arrive from Utah and will be put in place, and it will come to life. This thing, I think, is four stories. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. It is huge. a beast of crystal clear HD yeah. goodness. The the nicest scoreboard in the NHL or in the NBA. Yeah. And it's good from all angles. And it's you good don't from just all have angles. Two sides that are incredible. It's great on every side. Yeah. That'll be that'll be a good day for uh the guys when they put it up and it and then turn up, it and on. And then turn it on. It's like poof. What happens if it doesn't oh. turn on? I would lose my... Why would you say that? Because every time you we install something, we're ready to go, and then we flick the switch to turn it on, and it never turns it's on. It's like the lighting of the Christmas tree. It is like the lighting of the like tree. Like this beast. I want to be there for it. <laughs> when we install something, it doesn't work. Yeah, I suppose I you're right. You got faith in these guys? That's one of the things you notice, like, uh, Rexall was like an old arena, and like, yeah. the seats were small, the concourse was small, but you sure notice it like in the scoreboards in new arenas. Oh, and ours yeah. is going to be the best. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Now, some people say, uh-uh-uh, hold on, the board in Tampa is wider, but that's only two sides. Yeah. It really has like a narrow little video boards at the end. <laughs> Tampa. Not, nice not try, Tampa. Nice yeah. try, Tampa. Sit down, yeah. Tampa. Sit the bricks. Tired of Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> Tampa. <laughs> it's going to be a nice day today. Mix of sun and cloud. 15 degrees for the high. It is 618 and we're sitting at a cooler plus two. Good morning. Alright, this is for you guys this morning. Uh, and ladies, you can join in, chime in as well. Uh, GQ polled uh, a whole bunch of people. And found what the sexiest body part is on a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think the number one is? The sexiest body part. This is what you ladies like? Yeah, on a man. Well, I know what you guys like. Oh, okay. What? Fingers. Uh, it's not... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you jerkbag. <laughs> it's not that. That, not, that isn't even in my top eight. <laughs> I'm going to go with fingers. Now, fingers is not the that's, sexiest body part. not the sexiest part. On a man, no. No. No, without the man part, Ginge, what would you say is the... Uh... Thick, girthy fingers. <laughs> I will go uh, uh, arms. Arms? Like what part of your oh, arm? Oh, close. Yeah, close I'm gonna, yeah. Uh, like a bicep. Like a bicep. All right. Jeez, you've been good at these lately. Hmm. Uh, number one. The bicep. The bicep. Whoa. Yeah. Now, they don't want huge biceps. Yeah. They just want toned biceps. Mm-hmm. So here is a list of the sexiest parts on a guy. And uh, you guys can say whether or not you feel that you're, you know. If we're adequate. Yeah, if you're adequate <laughs> in these parts. All right? Great. Uh, number eight. Yeah. A strong chest. That was uh, my goal years ago, and I never got it. Okay. So I just gave up. I don't have much of a chest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number seven, muscular legs. Yeah, once again, that was a goal. Never got him. You really into legs? Like, how are you talking about like big beefy legs? No, or? I don't think it's big beefy legs. I think it's just like toned. 
There is there is something to be said about a nice calf. Is there? Yeah, I think there is. Like a uh, a marathon runner calf or a cyclist calf? Because they're like I've just seen some cyclists in the yeah, city. Yeah, they're just like rock calves. hard, and you just yeah. literally see the muscle. Yeah, they look pretty good. Is there bad calves? There you can know what I mean? be. Yeah, there can be. Like, like calves are just sort of like nothing. Well, like, is that a bad calf? No, yours isn't bad. It's just not cut. What? Let's see well, your I'm not calf. Flexing. I'm not like squeezing it, Marzi. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of calf you got there, James? Okay. Oh, okay. That's, that's yeah, a good, good calf. Okay. Yeah. What about this calf? Oh, yeah. They look the same, actually. You guys kind of look so much manlier. <laughs> Do you want to touch? <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> it's because it's got black hair all over it. What? And a cut. And a yeah. Look at that. That's yes. man man cut. That's yeah, and it's nice got cat. a cut on it too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number six, a well toned ass. I don't know. I don't know what mine even looks like. I don't look at it. You don't look at your butt? No. Do you look at your butt? Is it toned? I've checked it out. I mean, I don't like on the reg. Uh, guys' butts are different. I mean, Racer's having this talk. It's like a woman's butt, you know, is like... Like bootay? Yeah. yeah. But a guy's butt's like, what do you want in a guy's butt? Again, like, do you want the same thing a guy wants in yours? No, I Are you just, looking for, like, bubble butt? Well, what are you guys looking for in a butt? Well, it's just like a good, like, bootay. I like, I like a big old ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. do you like like a... Well, no, I think I like something that's a little toned and, and kind of like a... Like you want a muscular one do or I... do you want like one that you can like sink your hands into? Like a I nice don't want to sink. I don't want a pillow. I want like a gripper. You, uh, so you want rock hard that you... You want like tight? Tight. You want a very tight one. Tight grips. Hmm. Like firm. Firm. Almost muscular. Almost muscular, okay. yeah. Uh, number five, a six pack. That doesn't really. I'm not. You know. I don't need to see. I mean, eight pack ones. Did you? I did. He did. Yeah. I did, and I gave up. Yeah, I <laughs> There's a lot of giving up here. <laughs> uh, number four, a V cut. So what that means is, is the muscles at the bottom of your abs point down. Now, unless you're an Olympic swimmer, you probably don't have a V cut, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, number three, a muscular back. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Number two, shoulders. Broad and muscular. Mm-hmm. That's what ladies want. Yeah. Is that is that like the, the caring, I'll care for you, I'll take care of you, I'll fight for you? I've never looked at shoulders like broad shoulders. Well, that's what I'm picturing, But that right? could be, yeah. Yeah. Like, just broader and like... Yeah, like oh, I'm wide. I'm tough. Yeah, wide, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, number one is strong arms. Uh, the majority of women said that that is the sexiest part of the male body. Mm-hmm. Not huge biceps, though. Just well-toned. Yeah. So what about slender biceps. <laughs> slender. Almost feminine. <laughs> no hair. <Yeah. laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. <laughs> Mars is looking at pictures of men's butts painted with uh, Easter eggs on them. Yeah. yeah I saw that over uh, Did Easter. you see that? Yeah. yeah. Basically, these artists got all these naked dudes together and they painted Easter eggs on their butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. I mean... Happy Easter. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> uh, we're wondering, ladies, what are you looking for in a man? What does it... Like, what? what is the one thing that ultimately does it for you? What did you have, Mars? It was the biceps? Uh, yeah. Th- well, that's the number one. I, yeah. Hang on a second. I got my list here. And it's not like, like crazy bodybuilding yeah. bicep. It's just a good bicep. Yeah. This is from GQ. Guys, Strong arms, number one. Guys, we should be taking notes on this, too. Yeah, you should. And download the app, because uh, all you ladies are putting your demands in. Like this <laughs> one. Shaved back. Shaved back. It's Interesting. Gotta be shaved. Interesting. Yeah. I would imagine a lot of ladies prefer the shave, no? Uh, when it comes to the back, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. 
Unless, I mean, hey, you know what? To each their own. Maybe someone likes to grab onto a good old, you know. Like a big tuff of hair on the Lots back? Of hair on the back, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have Tabitha hanging on on sure. two here. How you doing today, Tabitha? Good, how are you? Good, good. Okay, good. so uh, out of all the uh, features on a man, which one uh, is doing it for you? Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to have to say hands. Hands? hands. Oh. You bet, because, you know, the way I look at it is those hands are going to be touching me. And if he's got, like, skinny fingers and, like, little girly hands or long, dirty nails or stuff like that, that's a huge turnoff. You know what? I'm I'm with you on this. You're right, because I, I look at a lot of guys' hands. Yeah. Like, for example, uh, we know Asian Ray has his coke nail. <laughs> yes. Right? And that's no good. You know what? When I see that one long nail, I ought to, that just disgusts me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he is disgusting. <laughs> we actually kicked him out of the studio the other day. <laughs> yeah, oh, we did. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. And, and long, then the like, long, lanky yeah, fingers, like skinny fingers. Adam McHale, he'll even admit it. He's got woman hands. See, woman hands are no good. No, no, no. Yeah, like yeah. they're long and they're... Sorry, Adam. <laughs> yeah, they're long, they're slender. Like, they don't have any scars on them because they've done no work. What about these you know? ones? I got you, cuts on them. You've got manly hands. They're... Yeah, literally. If uh, I could use them as like sandpaper, yeah, you're a little exfoliate. rough. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, then I think in a case like that, like I'm also an esthetician, so I yeah. think in a case like that, I could give you, you know, uh, a picture, and we could take care of a lot of those problems, and that could be a form of foreplay. That absolutely would. You just sent tingles down my spine. <laughs> well, for sure, I could dip you in wax. It would be fun. <laughs> Damn, yep. girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, Sounds like a good time to me. Yeah, I like where your head's at. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks so much for that, Tabitha. Thanks, Tabitha. Good day. Yeah, you too. Back Bye. to your man with sexy hands. Bye-bye. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 49-4669. Join the conversation. 102.3 Now Radio. Okay, the top thing that you're looking for, ladies, in a dude. Yeah, I've got a, a study here. That was G- It's from GQ magazines. It's not really a study. But mm-hmm. they just pull, pulled a whole bunch of people and found the sexiest body parts on a man. Uh, number one, strong arms. Number two, shoulders. Number three, a muscular back. What about neck? Did that come uh, up on your list? No. Like a, you know, if you're working out, you get a fatter neck. Like it's a little beefier. It's got some muscle on it. Yeah. That didn't come up for anyone? No, neck did Does I, anyone like a fat neck? I don't like fat necks. <laughs> I'm not a. <laughs> when you're uh, looking for uh, dudes, you know, like, mm, that one's got a fat neck. No, you know, yeah. here's. I, go, I want you guys to Google this name really quick. Um, yeah. He was in the news yesterday. Rich Piana. P I A N A. He admits from taking steroids since he was a teen. And uh, he looks ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I saw that guy. Did you see this picture? He looks like a jacked up Fitzy. Oh, my God. He does look like Fitzy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he looks he, just like Fitzy. When I Fitzy. saw that picture yesterday, I'm like, oh, my God, that's Fitzy on roids. You're right. Like, it's Fitzy to roids. This one is Fitzy, 100%. Right? Holy smokes. Here, I'll take a picture of that and throw it on the uh, Snapchat. You're right. If Fitzy took steroids, that that's, would be Fitzy. Yeah, but that guy is jacked. They're, like, there's no way. I have a quick question. And this is just because I don't feel like Googling it. If you take a lot of steroids and you work out and you're like like super jacked, yeah. like muscular fitzy, yeah. what happens when you stop? Uh, it turns fat. Does it though? Yeah, and then it drops. Yeah. So all of that muscle, like if you if you stop taking the roids and if you stop working out, it just falls off your body? Yeah. Well, look at a lot of the old wrestlers that I was looking at earlier. Yeah, but I figured like that's just because they're older now, right? Like... 
Well, you know, you, yes your body no. isn't the same at 30 as it is at 60. Yeah. You know? Yeah, things do start hanging. Yeah, I was uh, reading about this guy yesterday, and he says he's been taking steroids since he was a... Uh, yeah, and he's like, no, I'm not getting off him. It does look like Jack Fitzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, man. Uh, okay, jump to uh, Melissa here. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Good. All right, so you apparently know a good butt on a man. Oh, my goodness. I think you have hit every nail on the head. Oh, okay. <laughs> Arms, back, butt, you got it. That's what but you're looking yeah. for. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Wide shoulders, nice strong arms, and I don't know what's with his butt, but I've never seen one like that before. Oh, Love really? It. What Describe the butt. Well, I don't want to call it a bubble butt because I don't think that's right for a guy. No, I don't think any okay. dude wants a bubble butt. Definitely has like some definition there, and it's firm. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm just going to take this opportunity to Google men's butts. <laughs> so and, uh, this firm butt is one that you're talking about, Mars? Like you don't, it's not like rock hard. Yeah, it's but like a firm. No, it's not like rock hard, but it's firm and it's it's out there. I'm not going to lie. Like it's does, nice. Does your man work his buttocks? You know what? He is a vac truck driver. So no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So how does he have this amazing butt? Unless he's working it out with the clutch and the gas, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's but just gifted with these wonderful jeans. He is. I've been told that it's a platana butt. A platana. A platana. Yeah. I give that a Google. See what comes up for that. <laughs> platana, not placenta. Mm, all right. <laughs> nope, platana. Platana. Anything come up for that? Uh, Some firm buttocks? Well, I've got butts all over my screen yeah. right now. So everything's doing it for you, but his buttocks really buttocks takes good. the cake for you. Oh, yeah, they yeah. do. He's definitely got a nice bum. <laughs> got a nice bum. Even my mom chases him around. Oh, I like your bum. It's so cute. Pinch, pinch. <laughs> Cold Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Now radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. Uh, first of all, Premier Rachel Notley was up in Fort McMurray, and she did give everybody an update yesterday. Uh, she said that... 204,000 hectares in size is the fire right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they figure that it will burn for weeks, if not months. Yeah. Uh, it's they need gonna rain. Be, they need rain. Rain is yes. kind of the only thing that will knock it down. Uh, she did say, though, that 90% of Fort McMurray, though, does remain unharmed. Yep. Which is, uh, that, of course, is by fire. Now, Premier Notley got a first-hand look at the wildfire damage yesterday afternoon. Uh, she said 2,400 buildings were burned, either fully or partially, in Fort McMurray. Twelve structures were lost in Anzac. But on the positive side, 25,000 buildings were saved. Which is good. Uh, including the hospital, municipal buildings, and functioning schools. They have not given a date yet on when evacuees can return homes. Uh, they're saying it could still be weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason being is they've got to get electric, they've got to get gas, they've got to ensure that it's safe for everybody to return home. Now, as of yesterday, 250 ATCO employees were out there working on gas and electricity, and there's supposed to be more going up today. So, Yeah, that's... It's, That's that, so. It is, it's obviously bad what happened, but it's great news well, it's to good hear news. that 90% yeah. of the city was safe. As the wildfires continue to rage in our province, news that Canada has turned down resources to help fight the flames sparked some internet outrage yesterday. The U.S., Russia, Mexico, Australia, Taiwan, Israel, mm. Palestine, they've all reported to offer assistance in fighting the wildfire in our province. Uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau turned them all down. 
Uh, he said that there are provinces to assist in deploying resources to Alberta and that there is no need for international help. And after he turned down everybody, the internet exploded oh, yesterday. Did they ever? People it's, were pissed. It's still exploding this morning when you scroll through everyone's yeah. like, WTF. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously he knows more about it than we do. Yeah. We just see the pictures. Sure. Some aerial shots. And you ju- we just judge based on that. I would imagine they know a lot more than that. Yeah, so I'm guessing that by our Prime Minister not allowing other countries to help our province, Mm -hmm. that means we have it under control. Yeah, to an extent. Wouldn't it be be awful if someone came forward and was like, we don't have this under control? Well, yeah, if like a a head fire chief or something's like, no, it's completely out of control, I don't know what he's saying. Then, yeah, yeah. I'll eat my words. But But as of, uh, yeah, after he made that announcement yesterday... um, yeah, I guess people were were pissed, and they took to social media to mm-hmm. voice their opinion on it. Uh, Goodell, who is the public safety minister, said, "Quote: This beast is so big, we need rain to fix it." See, and then you get quotes Th- like I, that. I, right? I know, <laughs> I know, and that's it. That doesn't help. And uh, did you look at the weather forecast for Fort McMurray? Is it uh, uh, Fort McMurray? Yeah, it's is still, there any rain? No, not no. really. Nothing that's uh, solid. This province though hasn't had great rain and. Years, yeah, couple of years at least, right? Yeah, there's no rain whatsoever across the board. No, and next week they go into the hot temperatures too. Like, They're back up into the yeah. mid twenties. Yeah, mid mm. to late twenties. It's not good. Mm-hmm. All right, there's a new dating website that's out there that is offering to pair up Americans with Canadian singles to save them from a Donald Trump presidency. Oh, it's called MapleMatch.com, <laughs> and it promises love and a U.S. escape plan. If Trump does become a commander-in-chief, hmm. apparently already over 4,200 people have signed up for the site. 70% of them Canadian. What? They want to marry an American. Really? They yeah. want to bring an American here? Or the other way around. Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Because hmm. if you marry an American, you get dual citizenship, no? I think so. Or you can at least go live there. Yeah, you can go and yeah live for quite some time. Which realistically is the move. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to go shopping. But yes. So much better prices in the yeah. States, right? Mm-hmm. So, so is the website for either or, like coming to Canada and going to the States? That kind no, of it's for Americans trying to escape the Trump presidency. Yeah. So, But you would use it to go there. Yeah. What I would do is I would sign up. I'd meet some haughty American. Mm. We could get married here in Canada. And he'd yeah. be like, oh, I'm a Canadian. I'd be like, no, honey, I'm an American. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going shopping. And we're going shopping. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so nonetheless, uh, they're saying that the um, most of the Canadians that are signing up for it are willing to welcome Americans into their love life, no problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, during the primaries, American Google searches for, quote, move to Canada hit record numbers that actually, as people are trying to figure it out. Really? People are actually searching that? Yes, it's not just hype, because you see all the hype on the yeah. internet, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're worried about Donald Trump becoming president, as uh, I'm pretty sure he will, there's a new international poll that's out that says uh, Donald Trump is actually fairly unpopular. Which according doesn't to, make any sense, because no. he's winning the votes. Yeah, according to what poll? Well, I mean, it's not that great of a poll, but I'll, let me just pull it up here. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't Twitter. It was done by uh, MSNBC. Oh, okay. So, big news. Yeah. You know, big news outlet. And here's what they found. 
If you want to know how unpopular Donald Trump is or what Americans actually do thinking think of him, he is so unpopular that when people were asked if they would rather have lice or Donald Trump as a president, mm-hmm. the majority of Americans chose lice. Yeah, but the majority of those people, when push came, comes to shove, they'll vote for Trump. They'd be yeah, like, well, I know. I, I like me some lice. Yes. Vote. <laughs> uh, they also asked, what would you rather do? Um, listen to Nickelback for 24 hours straight yeah. or have Donald Trump as president. Who do you think won? Nickelback. Was it Nickelback? You think people would rather listen to Nickelback? Probably, based on this study, yeah. Ginge, Trump, or Nickelback? Well, you could put up with a day in Nickelback. Huh? Right? Huh? Right? Not not if you're American. Yeah. (laughs) They picked Trump over a day of Nickelback? (laughs) Really? (laughs) 50-50, neck to neck. Yeah. Nickelback or Trump, Americans couldn't, uh, couldn't decide. Things that were more popular than Trump, people would rather sit in a traffic jam than have Trump as president. Yeah. People would rather have a used car salesman move into their home <laughs> than have Trump as president. Nobody wants that. Yeah. Uh, people say they would, they, would, they would rather go for a root canal than have Donald Trump as president. Mm-hmm. And they would rather be subjected to jury duty than have Donald Trump as president. <sighs> Yet everyone just loves but him. But everybody keeps getting the votes. Yeah, he made it this far. There, there's a good amount of people that like him. Yeah, he may be less popular than Lice, but he's still backed by the GOP voters. So mm. Apparently him and Clinton would be like the most two disliked uh, candidates ever. Yeah. Because people that don't like Clinton really don't like Hillary. Yes. And people that hate Trump despise Trump. Despise Trump. Mm. What would you... uh, Okay, Ginge, look into your future. Yeah. Uh, Hillary or Trump for president? Oh, I'd have to go Hillary. You're going... Yeah. You think Hillary will get it? Yeah, I think Trump's... Well, I think she would do a better job. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who do you think is going to win it? Oh, I think she's going to win it. Ah... I, I, think think Trump, I think Trump's going to win it. I think she's going to win in a landslide, actually. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Trumpster. I think Trump's like fun and stuff. And he was, he's going against Cruz, who's even like... He shouldn't have made it this more far. More despicable somehow yeah. than Trump is. So I think it's been like a good time, but there's he can't win. Well, he shouldn't have made it this far. Everyone thought it was a joke initially, and I he's at he's this point. He, I, he won't, he won't win he it by will. a landslide, but he'll... Yeah, I agree. Win. I don't think he'll win it by a landslide, yeah. but I think he'll win. You think he'll win? I'm waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it'll probably happen. Can you imagine that world? I know. It's going to be insane. (laughs) And we'll have some great news, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, People want to know what about Bernie Sanders. I think mathematically right now, Hillary wins. It's a tough... I I don't think there's even a... (laughs) What about Bernie, guys? I know. I think mathematically, uh, uh, Hillary still wins. Let's do a quick poll with the Nat family. 56789. It's not who you want. It's who do you think will win President Trump or Clinton. Yeah, we'll do our own uh, highly skilled poll here. 56789. Highly skilled poll. Who do you think will win? Mm -hmm. Margin of error is like barely over 80%. (laughs) It's pretty good. It's it's pretty legit. We'll take the poll results and send it to the states after. Uh, People are saying Clinton. Oh, now here comes yeah, the Donald. The Donald. The Donald, yeah. Don't refer to him as the Donald It's going to be, you're right, it is going to be a strange world when yeah. he gets in. All right, did you guys get your census in the mail? Uh, if you did, if your census questionnaire is still sitting on your kitchen table, waiting to be filled out, you have until late today to get it done or the government's coming after you. You didn't do yours. Did you do yours? No. No, I didn't do it. I don't even know where the card went. Did you do yours, Ginge? Uh, yeah, Rach did it. She filled it out online. Oh. oh. 
Oh, they, when they mailed it out, there was a big thing about it, like, it's the law, do yes. the census. What are, what are they going to do if we don't? Well, I'll tell you, it's in the news. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm interested then. <laughs> uh, today is the official census day across the country. Uh, even though you've been able to fill out the questionnaire or request the paper version since May the 2nd, uh, Stats Canada says that if you do not fill out your census yeah. st- by midnight tonight, the government will start harassing you. They flat out said, we're going to not leave you alone. Now, by harassing, is that a phone call? It will be phone calls. Yeah. Um, Starting Wednesday morning, Stats Canada will be paying more attention to those who have not submitted their questionnaire. They're going, you're going to start receiving uh, reminders to get it done. I think you get like one in the mail. Hmm. And then after that, you'll basically be be told that you're breaking the law if you don't fill it out. And then in six months, you go to jail. Uh, That's basically what it boils down to. I don't think you go to jail. No, cops show up, kick your door in, drag you out. There's no way they're going to send you to jail. You didn't fill your census. Yeah, there's no way. Uh, they say, though, that <laughs> eventually households may receive a knock on the door. By who? The government? The government. Mm, no, the government's shady. not knocking on my door. It says eventually the household may receive a knock on the door. Stats Canada has thousands of census, so it'd be census people who are, in, in, I guess it's their responsibility to get everyone counted by midsummer. Hmm. After, oh, apparently they're going to be aggressive. And they say after that, things will become even less gentle. The number of Canadians... <laughs> this they is stomp your flower beds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you didn't do your sentence. Yeah. Excuse me, are you stomping my hosta? Damn hosta. Do you mind? <laughs> you didn't account for these flowers. Yeah, here. Here's my census number one. <laughs> That's a real nice rose garden you got there. It'd be a shame if something happened to it, eh? Sure. Uh, the number of Canadians who outright refuse to fill out their forms is normally very low. But if you don't get it done, and this isn't even if you refuse, if you're just busy living your life because yeah. we've got things to do, uh, you could face a fine of up to $500 or... Oh my God. That can actually fine you? Crash? They'll throw you in jail for what? three No. Says right in this news story, That's three like- months in jail. Legally, they can do that? Yes, they can. How many people have never filled out a census in their life? An 89-year-old woman named Audrey Tobias. They didn't throw her in jail, did they? Threw her ass in jail. No, they didn't. During the 2011 census, she said she outright refused. She's like, I'm 89 and I'm not doing it. Forget it. And they threw her in the slammer? Yep, she was charged with violating the Statistics Act. What? Oh, she got a good lawyer, though, and was acquitted. (laughs) (laughs) Unreal. (laughs) Oh, great. Okay, maybe we'll bang ours out today. Now, if you happen to be a resident of Fort McMurray, uh, your grace period for filling out the census is longer, but they're still making you do it, too. Hmm. Is that what we got? Is it just a household card, or is well, it individual? I don't individual? know what that is. I think that's individual. So I just stuck it in the mail slot. I'm like, I thought oh. it was a household one. Yeah. I, oh, think, that's why, I think that's why we I just stuck it in the mail. got one, though. No, I didn't get one. No, there was only one that came to the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. We only did one. Yeah. If so, there's oh, two, it's a household mad. one, yeah. Well, if there's two people in like, jail. And Grace lets you go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. So fill out your census sense. if you got it, nonetheless. Mm. Did you guys, do you know if you got the long form? We did not get long. You just got the reg? Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> we can just go online. As mad as I am, I sort of wanted that long form. Why? I wanted to see it. Oh. Really? Well, I want to know what all the hubbubaloo was about. Search it online. I'm sure there's a copy online. I'd rather just get mailed to me. Um. <laughs> It's just a drag. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is an interesting um, photo to look up. 
uh, a couple in Colorado were on their way to prom. And, of course, they're young. They're good-looking. Her name is Allie. His name is Charlie. They're getting ready to go to their prom dance at Ray High School on Saturday when they were posing in their backyard for their grad pictures. You know how you get those? Oh, where mom yeah. and dad want to take pictures of you and your by high school sweetheart. Yeah. Sure, by the tree or, you know, in the yard. Uh, well, as they were posing for their prom pictures, a tornado touched down. No! And the couple was able to, they took like a whole ton of selfies and used the terrifying dramatic backdrop as their prom pictures. Oh my God. You see that photo? Why? Run! Why are you posing? They're po- yeah, <laughs> they're, they they did a whole bunch of prom poses and then they took a whole bunch of selfies. Yeah. Uh, now apparently, several tornadoes touched down and landed in that area over the weekend. So uh, yeah, that's I guess. Like at that, point, you'll never forget that. At that point, are you still going to grad? Her dress is cute. <laughs> Are you, like when that's going down, do you go to grad? Uh, they say that the when prom, tornadoes are touching down. Yeah. The prom was delayed by forty-five minutes, but all students made it. Oh wow! So yes, you do. <laughs> you do. You go. You go to prom. You okay. get it done. Yes. All right. You may remember uh, in the news that uh, there was a cruise ship that left Miami, and it was the first cruise ship in the United States that went to Cuba. It was yeah. a historic sail. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cruise ship has not gone into Cuba in over fifty years. Well, on Sunday. The Carnival Adonia docked back in Miami and is now being known as something different than a historical cruise to Cuba. Uh-oh. It is now being known as Diarrhea Boat. Oh, no. Another outbreak of something? Another outbreak. Uh, apparently... Diarrhea Boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's no guys, Boaty McBoat face, yeah. but it's catchy. You guys booking your trip on Diarrhea Boat or what? <laughs> We should rebrand this. That would be the worst. Uh, I guess passengers on the boat say that they had days of vomit and lived in a diarrhea-soaked hell from stomach-related issues. There's way too many cruise ship stories like this coming out. Like, there's about once every month. The history-making vessel will get a thorough scrubbing after a suspected outbreak of the norovirus, which is a painful illness which causes uh, vomiting and diarrhea. And is often spread through spraying fecal contamination. Oh, I think Castro had anything to do with this. Mm. <laughs> First trip to Cuba? First this trip is to a Cuba. coincidence. Yes. Like, get your boat out of here. Yeah, I know. Now, it's not known as the yeah. first cruise to Cuba. It is literally, like, the headline says diarrhea boat. <sighs> Castro. <laughs> Go cruise ships. All right, and one more story here for you guys this morning, and a reason why I uh, just don't like going on rides, guys. I know summer carnivals are going to be starting up soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, K Days. Our is own K Days, yep. Calgary Stampede. Oh, boy. Well, this happened in Omaha, Nebraska, and it was a uh, carnival that had set up in celebration of Sanco de Mayo, May the 5th, which yep. just happened. Uh, well, apparently, uh, an 11 year old girl was on one of the carnival rides. When her hair got caught in it, no, and it scalped her. Oh, hi. How old was she? Eleven. Oh, what what ride was? Well, she? I'm looking for the ride. They're really not showing a lot of pictures of it because it's a little girl, and apparently it's yeah. fairly. Uh, but her hair got tangled up in the ride's spinning mechanism, yanking the young girl around for what was believed to be five to ten minutes. Mm. Her parents were yelling, "Stop the ride! Stop the ride!" Stop the freaking ride. Yeah. That's the quote. Uh, and then, of course, oh, after they stopped. No, the, what ride was it? Does it did, say? Did you see the photos? I, I can't. Oh, my God. I can't look because it is. Uh, that poor child. Yeah. Like, it's. 
just picture like right across your eyes. Over your nose, yeah. your ear, everything gone. No. Yeah. No, look it's at, not the eyes, is it? I don't want do I want to look at it? Oh my god. That is horrendous. I won't post any pictures. They're James, absolutely can I look terrible. at it or is it really it's, bad? It looks like a like a post surgery. There's Should just I a lot look of stitches. At it? Yeah. Yeah, you can look. It looks it's not good though. No. Right across from ear oh. to ear. I don't know if that's where she was scalped. It's all stitched. And it's just ripped right off. How did that? How did it happen for five minutes? Uh, I guess the carnival workers weren't really paying attention. Do you want to go faster? Oh. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's a terrible story. I had my hair tangled in the swings. You know the ride where you sit in the swings and it's got that no, stupid chain and yeah, it's the got chain that swing. yeah, and yeah. it's got that thing that goes down. Well, when we were like young teens, we used to be really dumb on those rides, and you yeah. would try to. Yeah, you spin your chair. Sure, yeah. yeah. My hair got all caught up in that. And that wasn't even, like, I mean, I was obviously able to move my hair with the swing. When you had, like, ten feet of hair. Well, I wasn't Rapunzel by any means, but (laughs) but there's nothing worse. Because when the ride stopped, I couldn't even put that metal bar up because my hair was so tangled around that chain. I'm surprised you ladies don't get your hair stuck in more places. Like, that's, if you have longer hair, it's flying all over the place. Yeah, Why is it getting back. caught in, like, doors, chairs? Well, because I'm not in a microphones wind... Microphones. I'm, like, I'm not in a wind tunnel here in the <laughs> studio, right? But it is a hazard. You're right. Right? I'm I, surprised you don't hear more of this. I shut my uh, hair in my car door last summer and sat down. That hurt. Well, yeah, I bet. Because... I, well, no, it was windy. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> dirt going for a job. <laughs> well, no, it was windy, so my hair. No, no, up. I get, it, I get, it, yeah. And I shut the door and sat. Oh, like, yeah, and that—that's shocking. Did Something, you lose it? Like, did it? Uh, chunk come I lost out? some of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something way worse, Ginge. You're gonna laugh at me. I I slammed my head in my door. Yeah, you did. Of one of my cars. Your own head. How did you even manage? I was so tired, and as I'm sliding in, I just pulled the door and went, bam! Yeah. And caught my head at the top of the door. You caught that much head? Yeah. Like half of his head. Yeah, that's like he pointed at his, like, I thought you meant like the tip, maybe. No, no, I caught. He's like eye level. My temples. That's like half of your head. He shut the door before his eyeballs were in the vehicle. It was was, terrible. It was very strange. How much of a hurry are you in to get? (laughs) I'm going to a fire or something? (laughs) to get in there? car that fast no time for my head <laughs> yeah you're just tired no, and that hurt yeah i just sat there i'm like oh son of a there you go yeah. all righty in sports Dwayne wade apologized to canada for any apparent disrespect you may remember he was shooting some hoops while the national anthem was going in basketball the other day um apparently though he may have to apologize for continuing to be the thorn in the side of canada's basketball team wade and the heat got the best of the raptors in crunch time to tie the series at two again the game went into overtime for the third time in four games uh, in hockey there's going to be at least two game sevens in the second round of the nhl playoffs dallas and nashville got wins to keep their seasons alive meanwhile washington capitals will hope to do the same tonight against pittsburgh all right it's going to be a nice day today. We are going to see uh, lots of sunshine. Not as windy as yesterday either. 15 degrees for the high. It's 718 and we are sitting at plus three. Good morning. Okay, when it comes to chain restaurants. Now this isn't, I'm not talking fast food. So we're not going McDonald's, A&W, yeah, Burger King. This is King. more of like an Earl's type thing. This is more yeah. of the chain restaurants. Yeah. Yes. Um, they, it's a little America skewed, but we have a lot of these in Canada. Yeah. What do you think is the number one favorite chain restaurant? Number one favorite chain. I'm going to go with, and this is a little America skewed. 
And I will tell you this right now. We have one. We have two. No, we have one in our city. Okay, I'm going to say IHOP. No, we've got more than one IHOP in this in Edmonton. Do we? Yeah. Well, they're building one in the West End. Yeah. I think there's only one in town. It is not IHOP. Oh. Uh, Ginger, you want to throw a guess at the most favorite chain restaurant in North America? It's not like a fast food, but like a sit not down. Not fast food, but sit down chain. And we only have... We have... I just Googled it. We have one in the city. There's only one. Yeah. That's... I know. It's It's tough. And, yeah, there's only one. Um, is it a? Uh, is it like a breakfast place? Was Crash on the right? I, I actually have never been here. What? I've never been to this restaurant. I'm going to say they serve breakfast, most likely. But it's not like a, it's not Denny's. Maybe but, no, Denny's. it's not there's Denny's. A bunch of Denny's. No. Uh, now, family's texting Red Lobster. Red Lobster's on my list, not number one. Red Lobster comes yeah. in at oh. number three. Uh, an Olive Garden. No, there's two. Yeah, here Olive Garden is not West number Island. one. Uh, Olive Garden comes in at number five as the favorite chain restaurant. White Spot? Uh, no, we don't have a White Spot. Oh, White Spot's good. Do I've we never have been. One? Do you yeah. have a White Spot here? I don't. We have uh, one on the south side on Ellerslie. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Hmm. Never been to, to the White Spot. Hotel. Cheesecake Cafe. Number one. No <laughs> way! Who guessed that? Uh, someone on the in the Now family here. That would be, I would like to give you props here. Oh, yeah. Brandy in Sherwood Park. You got it, Brandy. That Great is job. exactly it. Brandy, life supply of cheesecake. And no, we don't no, have that oh, sorry, surprise for you. I'm sorry. Yes. You just go in, tell them. They, they already know. We call the head. Yeah. <laughs> Order whatever you want, Brandy. <laughs> Get the whole menu. <laughs> Yeah. But the Cheesecake Cafe? Uh, uh, yeah. If, well, in the States, it's known as the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, okay. And yeah. so it is It is pretty much... I pretty thought much we only had deal. one. Do we have more than one in Edmonton? Oh, we must. Where is it? Oh, is it now family schooling, you know? Uh, no, that one is... That's not Edmonton. Uh, well, I know there's one near our place in the West End. Yeah. That one on 170th. Yeah. yeah. That's busy all the time? That one is packed all the time. Yeah. Uh, Cheesecake Cafe? Yeah, there's... Uh, I think only one in town. Yeah. I, I think I've underestimated the Cheesecake Cafe. I've never been. I pictured it, though, as a dessert. So did I. Dessert sort of Can I go in and get a dessert? burger? Yeah, apparently you can. You really? can do breakfast. You can do lunch. You can do dinner. Mm. And you can do... Um, I remember this is going to sound really gross, but that one over on 170th Street. Yeah. Uh, when I was like 14, 15, that was the place where if kids had a little bit of extra money, you would go, you would order a piece of cheesecake, and you would smoke your face off. Like inside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like you'd oh, yeah, sit yeah. in the restaurant. Yeah, because you could smoke in Yeah, and you would smoke. And at yeah. that time, like, the smoking age was 16. Yeah. To buy a pack of smokes, not 18. Right. Mm-hmm. And so our 16-year-old friends would just buy us, like, smokes. And you just go sit there, chain smoke, and share a piece of cheesecake? Isn't that crazy? Damn. Cigarettes and cheesecake. You can't even yeah. taste the cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird combination. Isn't that a weird... But, yeah, that's... What, Did you feel fancy? Uh, I mean, I didn't go very often because I didn't have a ton of extra spending money. Yeah. But, yeah. Cheesecake Cafe. Hmm. Uh, a lot of other restaurants making the list, including um, uh, Olive Garden, obviously. Oh, for, yeah. For Canada. I'm just looking at the Canada side. Every single time we drive by the Olive Garden Red Lobster Cluster in the West End, the parking lot is full. It's packed. It's full, and there's lineups out the door. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, people are saying They're... the Cheesecake Cafe here is yeah. better than the Cheesecake Factory in the States. Oh, I bet it is. Oh, how yeah. about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olive Garden. Yeah. Red Lobster, obviously making that list, including uh, cheesecake. People are saying it's really good and that we should go. Mm. Oh, I love me some cheesecake. Uh, Earl's making that list for Canada. Yeah. Obviously, Joey's making that list as well. What about like a Moxie's? Um, yeah, Moxie's is a little further down, and so mm. is Montana's. Montana's is really big. I feel like Montana's came, and they're like, yeah! 
and then it just kind of toned down a bit. I, uh, I've only been to Montana's once. Where's Crash's favorite? Where's Ricky's? I'm surprised that is oh, yeah. higher oh. on the list. Where's Ricky's on the list? Ricky's, you know what? Ricky's keep so scrolling. Good. Ricky's, Ricky's scrolling Ricky's down. Ricky's is so good they didn't even <laughs> want to be on this list. Call Crash and Mars. Call 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right. Yesterday we had the story in the news about the girl who tried to eat the corn on the cob with a power drill. Yeah. And her hair ended up getting tangled in the drill and it took a big chunk of it out. You might remember that. Uh, well, I've got another story for you guys today. It's a 19-year-old guy in Australia, uh, and he has been involved in an accident. He was using a handheld electrical grinder. Yep. Okay. What did he do? Um, he got his scrotum entangled in it. What? <laughs> I've used I've used many grinders, and I've never was I was never grinding around my crotch. Apparently, he was grinding around his cr- crotch. Uh, they did have to call the ambulance. The 19 year old man was reported to be conscious and breathing yeah. when the ambulance arrived. Um, yeah, I guess he was grinding around his crotch. Why are they out? Uh, okay, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> or it caught his pants and it tore everything. His pants. And then, yeah, yeah. So he was wearing like a loose jean or a loose. Uh, like, like pant in the yeah. front, and the grinder got caught, and it sucked in the pants and his bag. Mm. Mm. That's not good. That's terrible. That's <laughs> awful. That's keep your bits away from the tools. Keep your bits away from the tools. Jeez. Now I figured because we had this girl with the power drill corn on the cob eating yesterday. Yeah. This guy with his man part going into his handheld grinder. Mm-hmm. I want to know um, what crazy injury did you get from a power tool? Yeah, anything. Anything. Like a sander? Did anyone sand their bits? No, I, well, I mean, maybe someone did sand their bits. What happened there? You have no mi- <laughs> I have no microphone. <laughs> literally in my hand right now. All right, what crazy accident happened with power tools? This. This. is the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Now radio. Mm, 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 mm. I can't handle reading these. Uh, we're talking about your power tool injuries. Uh and I got a couple of texts here for you guys. Uh, it says this one says, hey, guys, we had a guy at work with a drill down his pants while climbing a ladder. Oh, no, no, no. The drill bit got squeezed on. Yeah. Wrapped around his. Oh, not his ween. The scrote. Yeah. Oh, why? They Just like to, this kid in yeah, the news. They almost need to make like. Like undies that save the bits. Like a cup. Like Kevlar undies. Yeah, a cup there. <laughs> yeah. that's a, Everything needs to be held in just a little tighter. Travis and Valley site. View says nothing to me, but my grandpa got a shirt caught mm-hmm. on part of his grain auger. That's the rod that spins between the tractor and the auger. Oh, Lo- speaking of augers, my gym teacher, I remember growing up, yes. uh, he was a farmer too, and he got his pants caught in the auger. It pulled him no. in. And he was That's stuck. He was stuck in his field for like five hours because nobody came out to look. They just thought he was working, and it just like ground up his leg. And he had did he a, make it? Oh yeah, he made it. He survived. Oh okay. But he had the rest of the year off, and then he came back the next year, and he did was he showing everyone. Leg? No, it was just like completely destroyed. Like all the muscle, everything was torn off, and he had massive skin graft. He was able to walk on it, thankfully, but it just looked like a disaster. Mm. Uh, this text here says, I've got approximately 60 stitches on my hand from kickbacks on grinders. Where are the guard guys? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Grinders are coming in a lot. Some people take the guards off uh, all their saws yeah. and stuff, too, uh-huh. just to speed things up. Then you end up losing a finger. 
Uh, we'll jump to Don here. We're talking injury with power tools. What's yours? Well, not in the in the bits, but yeah, yeah oh we don't God. need just bits. No, I was helping my brother-in-law work on um, putting posts in his acreage. Yeah, uh, you know the for the for yeah the, the fence there. Yeah, and we had uh, one of the um, gasoline-powered uh, power augers. Oh yeah, and we were down three or four feet, just almost at the end, and the power auger caught a a uh, root. Yeah. So the power auger drill stopped and the bit kept turning around. My brother-in-law was smart enough to let go, but I wasn't and I was like on a super fast merry-go-round for a few times. And then oh my god, it's funny around. You, why did you hang on? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just going around yeah. the side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, because that thing's just going to keep going till it shuts off, right? Yeah. <laughs> and luckily I didn't hit a tree, but I was in a bush, you yeah. know, about, about Five feet, ten feet away. Oh, oh no. Brutal. So oh. no injuries, just a little uh, bruised ego. Mm-mm. Just kind of like, where am I? Yeah, oh, exactly, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those but things are hardcore, but, uh, too. Just remember to let go of the gas. When yeah. yeah. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Mars. 49-4669. Join the conversation. 1023. Now radio. Hi, I got to read you a couple here. Uh, this one says, uh, hey guys, so when I was 16, 17, a lot of chainsaw injuries. I had a chainsaw kick back and it hit me above the hairline on my forehead. Mm. Boom. 22 stitches close to the wound. After the doctor froze the wound to stitch, he... Uh, tapped on my skull with his pliers and he said, you're a lucky guy. Another two millimeters, you would have been at the U of A hospital in full surgery. Holy crap. And this one here says, my dad was cutting down a tree. The chainsaw bounced back yeah. uh, and cut his throat next to his Adam's apple. Oh! Down his chest and down his arm. Like the chainsaw flipped back in a minute. So, yeah, it, it went... Yeah. This is like a horror movie. It cut his throat near his Adam's apple, down his chest and down his arm. Oh! He survived? He's alive. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know chainsaws could bounce back. Oh, yeah. You chainsaw all the time. Yeah. Even though there's a, a garden stuff, it it's a chainsaw. There's giant sharp teeth coming at you. Well, I didn't if know it bounces that. Back. I didn't know it could bounce back. Now I don't want you chainsawing. Well, you chainsaw like every yeah, week. Yeah, if you're chainsawing a tree and then the tree twists the wrong way, it can like wedge a chainsaw and then you it pops it out. It's chainsaw your own face like oh, that guy. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> good times with the chainsaw, oh guys. God. As long as I can make it to my log splitter, we're good to go. Yeah. All right, uh, jump to uh, Justin here. How you doing, bud? Not too bad, not too bad. So I was working on this framing crew with a guy that was about six foot ten. Yeah. I can't remember his name. We just all called him Stretch. And, uh, <laughs> okay. He was reaching above his head, nailing something together. I can't even remember what he was doing. But uh, when he reached up above his head, he was about ten feet high or so. And... Uh, he nailed his hand to the wall. Oh! God. No! How do you do that? Uh. With, with the air nailer, obviously, right? Well, yeah, we uh, always disabled our safeties because we're smart like that. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, so you That's just fired the nail right through. Oh, yeah. So he's up there 10 feet high where he's got his hand, and he looks at me, and he goes, Help me. How the hell am I supposed to help you? <laughs> <laughs> Get so the old claw I- hammer out and rip that nail out of there. <laughs> I handed him my uh, cat's paw there so he could pull it out and went down to the sea can to go grab a ladder. By the time I got up there, he had the piece of wood in, ripped off the wall. Like, I think he just ripped it off. He didn't even use the cat's paw to pull the nail. Oh, no. That makes yeah. me kind of want to vomit. Yeah, well, we drove to the hospital with him with a piece of wood nailed to his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Follow Crash and Mars on Twitter. 
at Crash and Mars. Join the conversation. Now radio. <laughs> All right, I got an update for you guys uh, on the fires in Fort McMurray. Alberta Premier Rachel Notley will be meeting with oil sand executives today. Uh, she did get a chance to head out there yesterday. She said it is still a large, dangerous fire with 204,000 hectares. And it's still about 25 kilometers from the Saskatchewan border. 2,400 buildings were burned, either fully or partially, but on the positive side. 25,000 buildings have been saved. 90%, almost 90% of the city of Fort McMurray was saved, including the hospital, municipal buildings, and every functioning school. Uh, She did say, however, it will be weeks before evacuees can return. Yeah, up till this point, we really didn't know how much was uh like burned yeah but so but this gives you a good it gives you a good idea a good idea yeah now at, the guys from atco gas and electricity 250 of them have been up there trying to restore uh, power and gas to the area but more are going today they've got to wait for all of that to be figured out prime minister justin trudeau has declined international aid for the fort mcmurray wildfire australia israel mexico palestine palestine Russia, United States are just a few who have offered assistance, ranging from heavy water bombers to specialized crews. Uh, he said no. They're all, he, they're all right. And that, of course, caused a major backlash on the Internet yesterday, Twitter yeah. and social media. Um, I, I mean, I guess you got to trust that he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Now, all we can do is hope that they know. They know a lot they more know, than we know. Yeah. We see pictures of extreme, extreme, extreme yeah. devastation. Well, of course, because the media is going to show you the worst. Yeah, and it's like the same photos over and over, sure. different angles. But, yeah, they obviously know a lot more. So he says they've got it, and he doesn't need international aid. So mm-hmm. there you go. Edmonton Fire Rescue is working with police to try to figure out what has caused a series of fires in our own city. There were four blazes near the River Valley on the southwest side of the city over the weekend. One of them blew embers onto the roofs of three houses, prompting firefighters to respond. Significant damage was done to two of the ho- two of the homes. Uh, they think it was arson. Really? They think people like are deliber- deliberately... Someone deliberately lit the bush on fire. Mm-hmm. Wow. They think it might have been. So they are now... Uh, the arson guys yeah. are in looking at it. There is a fire ban in effect, which means no backyard fire pits. No open burnings or barbecues with solid fuels. Propane it up, my friends. Yeah, fire tables, little propane heaters, and whatever you need. Apparently, though, there are still too many people ignoring that fact. Firefighters had to respond to over 100 fire pit complaints on the weekend. I was reading uh, the Edmonton Journal, like the top story is, Dear Edmonton, Yeah. what don't you get? Yeah, don't burn anything. Why are people lighting fire pits? Uh, I don't well, know. What, I, you know, I would. It, like, what, I, I, I honestly don't know how you don't know that there's a ban. Because for the past week, you can't live without hearing about fire Fort yeah. McMurray. The yeah, Fort so, McMurray burning every, everywhere. It's so flammable. Why, why would you light a fire pit? I have no idea. You think your fire pit's going to be safe because you can do it better? Yeah, but <laughs> right. So you think, that's probably what you it think is. It's fire right? pit. Eagle? You probably look at your fire pit and you're like, "Well, it's got like a little chimney on it." No, it's it's enclosed, it's so pit. I can burn. Sparks still fly, but you probably think that your fire pit's safer than yeah. Joe Blow down the road. Ginger, you seem to be very uh, agree. You, do, do you have, have a fire pit? pit eagle? No, I haven't, I haven't having any fires. <laughs> yeah. I'm a good boy. Well, I know when I'm burning my car <laughs> tires. <laughs> I just keep an eye on those embers. Oh, got another one. It's that same thing like uh, like why I don't like wear a seatbelt. Like ah, I won't get in an accident. Oh no, no, it's true though. You don't think it'll happen? Yeah, to you? that's true. Like, yeah. oh, my fire won't burn down a city. Yeah, I guess. You just yeah, don't think it'll a, be. Yeah, it'll happen you to you. Yeah, you don't think your fire will cause the problem. 
Uh, and if you want to go ATVing as well, there is a provincial-wide ATV ban. Yeah. Uh, for riding your quads and stuff through the bush. All right? Yeah. So just you can ride it on your own property, I think, but yes. best bet, probably don't. All right, Ginge, this story is for you this morning. Uh, first-time parents Bethany and Tim Webb of Hythe, Alberta, gave birth on Friday. Not to one, not to two, not to three, but to four quadruplet girls. Wow. The exceptionally rare, naturally conceived identical quadruplets were delivered by a cesarean at the Royal Alex. And everybody's happy and healthy and girls, girls, girls. This is not a surprise for them, right? It is not. No, I know. <laughs> she knew. Oh, no. no. It's like that toy. What is it? Puppy surprise. Oh. Yeah. Like the, How many puppies are there inside? <laughs> like a magician pulling a scarf. Oh, this keep coming. Make it stop. No, they knew. Yeah, yeah they knew it was scheduled. Uh, everybody's healthy. They're weighing. The little girls are small, though. Weighing between three pounds and four pounds, one ounce. Uh, the girls are all in good health. Uh, the couple says that they're a little overwhelmed, but the girls are strong. Yeah. Mom is strong. Dad is strong. Crying. Crying. Yeah. Uh, and they're super, super cute. Uh, right now, though, they're saying that the girls, not only is it rare that four were born, yeah. but they're identical. Well, how do you how do you tell them apart? They can't. They're saying, like, even, like, the... Like, at this point, do you tattoo them or what? Uh, well, they say right now the NICU has a, <laughs> they have a system where the, the, the babies are constantly lined up A, B, C, and D. Yeah. I think, I'm going to say they probably wrote on their bottom of their feet. Like a permanent marker? Like, well, not permanent, but like a Sharpie, A, B, C, D. That's they what pro- I would do. They do like uh Or nail polish. Babies get like little, they get like little like wristbands and yeah, like wristbands. footbands and stuff. Sure. Oh yeah, I guess, yeah. Or they tattoo them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Emily's going to get the skull and crossbones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> little tramp stamp for Rebecca. Oh no. Uh, Dad said, quote, right now it's easy because the NICU team has them lined up, A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. But once they're out of the hospital, we have no idea what we're going to do. We're going to have to do something. Though. People are saying uh, throw some nail polish on the big toe. That's, right, yeah. That's what they did with yeah, their like twins. Yeah, like red, pink, green, yeah. blue, whatever, yeah. I think you just accept that somewhere along the line... Their names are going to yeah. change? Until they get a little older, it's yeah. probably pretty flexible. <laughs> you know what's awesome, too? The dad says in this story, quote, We weren't in any major rush to start a family. <laughs> well, now you have a full-blown family. <laughs> they said they hit the floor when they heard she was pregnant with four. Do they make a stroller with four seats? Oh, I know I they do it. the two. Yeah, they have a two, and I think I, they have a three. I feel like that'd be like a waste of manufacturing to make the four. Yeah, because quadruplets You're not going to sell a lot. <laughs> well, unless you have, unless it's big enough for like two toddlers and two babies. It'd be like the limo of strollers. It is the limo or of strollers. Or you do three by the the triplet one and then just lay a baby on top. The, yeah, that the one with the tattoo. It doesn't sound top. safe at all. You look really badass. <laughs> Put the cool baby on top. <laughs> all right, we all know that we don't want our uh, our young people of society to do drugs, right? I, you know, it's especially heroin. It's a terrible drug. Uh, we so. don't want people on heroin. No, it's, we just don't. Uh, well, South Africa has a big heroin pro- uh, problem with their youth, so uh, they've decided to launch a competition to help get awareness out and to help get youths off of heroin. Now, uh, this guy, he's a DJ. Uh, his name is Thabo Maler. He has started a contest over his drug abuse fears that young people listening to his music might be doing heroin. Mm-hmm. So guess what the competition is? He has decided to call on teenagers to take part in an inaugural competition involving farting. What? Participants will be How do given you go from heroin to farting. I have no idea. <laughs> Participants will be given eggs, castor oil, and milk to help them produce the loudest, most flatulent 
rippers. So this is at like one of his concerts. He uh, wants no, everyone I to think, blow their A out? No, he, I guess he told newspapers that he came up the idea with the idea when he heard people in his area say uh, that they feel that they're farting a lot. Yeah. He says sometimes when we're just chilling in our neighborhood, someone will blow a fart loudly. Hmm. He, he said that a microphone will be placed next to the contestants' rears no. to determine who is the best at breaking wind. And it will all be to raise awareness for heroin. Whoever has to speak into that microphone after, <laughs> I pity them. <laughs> That'd be the worst. Could you imagine emceeing a farting contest? That's how you get pink eye. Oh. I've never done heroin, but this doesn't sound as good as heroin to me. No, it, I don't think it I'm doesn't. Gonna draw, I don't think I'm going to give up the needle. No. I think they're trying to raise money. So if you want to join, like if you want to go in and compete, you have to pay. Mm-hmm. And then that money goes towards, um, like... Uh, the war on drugs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, in in South Africa. Yeah, uh, they also say that uh, organizers will be handing out diapers to anyone at risk of making a mess. Oh no! So far, they're a little uh, disappointed. <laughs> they're disappointed in the turnout. Only eleven people have signed up. You to, think to blow their ass up? <laughs> <laughs> Why did they think this would be a huge thing? I can't believe it's not a better turnout. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, well. All right. Okay, if you're an adult and you're at a kid's park, you might sometimes get the urge to climb into a baby swing. You know the bucket one? Oh, yeah. Where yeah, the like legs the ones go at the through. Front of our neighborhood there? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Change, yeah. you ever climb? You get the urge? Uh, no, they're. I mean, it looks comfy because they <laughs> slide one leg in. Rage! Yeah. <laughs> it's like high pants. Like, it does yeah. all the work for you. You don't need to worry about your back. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, a woman in the UK in South Wales made that unfortunate decision to try to climb into the baby swing and ended up having to be rescued by firefighters. She is 30 years old. The play equipment had to be completely dismantled <sighs> and taken down in order to free her. Didn't we have a story like a month or two ago? I'm just, I'm a, just thinking another that. adult climbing into the baby swings because they had the firefighters come and cut them out. Teen. Was it a teen? A large teen. Yeah. Hmm. But now this is a fully grown mom. That could be a fun conversation. No. Is there anybody listening right now who's gotten stuck in playground equipment mm-hmm. as an adult? This yeah. is a 30 year old woman. Like you're playing with your kids and then bam. Or you're, you know, you're in your 20s and you guys are farting around a park. Yeah. Mama's coming down the slide and mama oh. gets stuck. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Help! <laughs> 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 You know what? There's a slide at our at our place, yeah. um, the kids park in the front, and it's a metal one, mm. and it's it's not like a it's not enclosed at all. Mm-hmm. But my niece wants to go down that all the time. And the other day, I actually got a little self conscious because I sat in it, yeah. and the sides of the slide were awfully close to my hips. Oh, oh and no! I'm like, how big is my butt? <laughs> They're not sliding your booty down. They're not flattering to no. Because I, I I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I guess I kind of thought that maybe. I would have had a lot more wiggle room, mm-hmm. but it was kind of like I, like I'd <laughs> get in there. That one's burning hot in the summer. It too. is burning hot yeah. in the summer. Yeah. So has anybody ever been stuck in playground equipment? Yeah. This one says, "I'm so ashamed. I did last summer. The swing looked fun. It was the baby swing. I'm 27. That was the power of liquor. Oh yeah, the power of liquor will do that. Yeah. 
You're like, oh, I can tell. Yeah, you're Becky. Look at me. Yeah, that's what? right. We're going to climb in there. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, uh, in sports, you probably can't afford a personal chef like Tom Brady, uh, but you might be able to afford his new cookbook. Uh, he and his wife, Giselle Bunchen, they're both super hot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, I think they have two personal chefs so of course. Uh, that travel with them and prepares their meals fit for, you know, an elaborate, mm-hmm. elaborate diet for a star. Well, Tom Brady just came out with his own cookbook. Guess what he's charging for it? Uh, cookbooks, because you can get everything online nowadays. I'm going to say probably like 50 bucks. $200 <laughs> for a book. It's called the Nutritional Manual. Nutrition Manual. Tom Brady 12. <laughs> it's a limited edition living document containing information about, I guess, his philosophy and how he gets fit. How do you justify that price? $200 for a freaking cookbook? For a freaking cookbook. You have a signed Gordon Ramsay one. That I do. Was, I think $15. Uh, no, I think it was 40 <laughs> I didn't even buy it. Johnny bought it. Oh, yeah. That's I never right. paid yeah. him back. You never paid him back? No, I don't think I did. So he waited in line. Yeah. Got it signed for you. Yeah, I was on the air. I couldn't go line up for Gordon Ramsay. Wow. And then you never even paid for it? No. And, now, what... and now he doesn't speak to us. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> All over that stupid Gordon yeah, Ramsay cookbook. Give it back. <laughs> I don't remember if I paid him or not. It is a pretty sweet cookbook. Scratch out your name. He even had the Gordon yeah. Ramsay put oh, with yeah. her name oh, in you it. Personalized yeah. it. Yeah. Did he swear in it? For no, you? N- no, he didn't. I must have paid you him. There's no way I didn't pay him. I'm pretty good with stuff like well, that. Well, he doesn't talk to us anymore, so mm. I'm blaming you. All right. Well, if you want to check out the Tom Brady cookbook, you certainly can. Uh, also, over the weekend, the big boy arrived in our city. Mm. Not some hottie, but. Super nice scoreboard. Yeah. Yes. Uh, for Rogers Place, of course, the various pieces of the structure of the greatest scoreboard in the history of the NHL or the NBA will be attached to the hoist that has been installed in the center of Rogers Place. And then next week, all the LED components will arrive from Utah. They will be put into place and it will come to life. Uh, this is pretty sweet. They're saying it's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. We're so desperate like to cheer for a winner. Like, we're like, our scoreboard's the best. Yeah, yeah. Number one, guys. Yeah. Number one in the league. Best yeah. scoreboard. If we can cheer about the scoreboard, why yeah. not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, some folks in Tampa were saying that Tampa's is bigger, but that's, no, it's not. Yeah, Sorry. Too bad, Tampa. You have too two, bad. You have two wonderful sides. We have four. Yeah, they've got Eat two it. great sides and then really narrow video boards. We've yeah. got a really Ours is girthy. You're yeah. a garbage state, yeah. Tampa. Do yeah. you yeah. think, do you think when they're setting it up, when nobody's around, someone will like just quickly fire up some porn. Absolutely, on there. right? That's the first thing I would Four, do. The the board is like four stories high. Yes, of course. Do you think someone will? Yes, you you attach your yeah. Throw in some tatas. I bet it's been because they got to test this stuff and wherever they, they build yeah. it. Oh, it's done in Utah though, right? Uh, just the LED boards, and then they're they're putting it all together, and then you can the run whatever was, you want. Board was built in Vegas. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah, it's seen some things. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to scrub that board down. <laughs> Don't take a black light to it. Alrighty, in sports, uh, Blue Jays yesterday winning over the San Francisco Giants. 3-1 was the final score. Uh, and in hockey, there will be at least two Game 7s in the second round of the NHL playoffs. Dallas and Nashville getting wins to keep their seasons alive. Washington Capitals are going to hope to do the same tonight against Pittsburgh. Alright, nice day today. Not as windy as yesterday. Sunny, 15 for the high. It is 819 and we are at plus four. Good morning. I asked
thanks to you guys for your stories about getting stuck in playground equipment. And uh, I didn't think they'd come in, but a, a whole bunch just did. As adults, I guess we think we're invincible and we're like, well, we used to do it way back in the day. Why not do it now? Yeah. Uh, this text here from Allison. She says, I have video of my kids in baby swings. My kids are not babies. They're four and nine. Uh, my dad put them in backwards and it looked pretty painful. Mm-hmm. I thought... Uh, I thought something looked weird, though, when they were facing forward. They should have been outward. So I put my camera down, and I tried to lift them out. They were four and nine, so these weren't even adults. Yeah. Both kids got stuck. Oh, no. Because she's trying to lift her kids yeah, out, the, the nine-year-olds, yeah. and the swing comes with it. She was alone. Oh. So she had to put the camera down, yeah. and they try to hold the swing and yank her kids out. It's uh, easy to get stuck. Yeah. Well, and kids, too, they'll squeeze their legs. They're like, no, right? So they'll well, make course. you think you're stuck. Yeah. Hmm. Ugh. Alicia, I was expecting you to like pull your kid out and then you fell in the swing and then got stuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Another one here says, I didn't get stuck, but I did get badly injured. Someone buried a broken bottle in the sand. And I knelt down to crawl through a concrete tunnel. It slid through my knee just like butter. Is that like that sketchy play structure of the family cabin there? Yeah, I grew like, up with those cement structures. Yeah. Those were big at playgrounds. Literally, this was an adult, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Literally at the uh, family cabin, there's a makeshift playground. Yeah. And it's like this concrete sewage pipe just stuffed in the bush. Yeah. <laughs> Kids we have fun We had two on of it, them. But, yeah. um, it, they're, they're concrete sewage pipes. One uh, was up and down, so you had to crawl in, uh, like climb a ladder and crawl into it. Yeah. And the other one was laying on its side, so you can enter and exit. Oh, cool. It used, there used to be a rumor at my elementary school that the concrete pipe that you had to climb the ladder to get into yeah. was where kids would secretly go to poop. <laughs> Did you ever see poo in there? Oh, yeah, we saw poop in there all the time. So they weren't secretly doing it, they were just doing it. I don't know who was pooping in there. I'm going to guess it wasn't the kids. Mars. No, I never pooped. Mars. I never even went in there. It stunk, and it was weird. <laughs> I wonder why it stunk. It was weird. I think adults pooped in there. No, they didn't. Yeah, I think adults roaming the neighborhood pooped in there. Ugh. Uh, jump to you, Alana, here on Sure. Two. How are you doing today, Alana? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing, doing good. good. All right, so did you ever get stuck in any sort of place structure? I definitely did. <laughs> yeah, what, what did you do? What happened? Well, I think you're right. I think that we see these things and think, you know what? We used to do this as kids. If we were bigger now, we're going to get more air. This is going to be amazing. Absolutely. We're stupid. We are stupid to think this. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a swing. I was 20 years old, and my friends and I were hanging out, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to pump as hard as I can, get as high as I can, and jump this sucker. Oh, sure, yeah. like we used to do. Yeah, exactly. You try and see how far you can get, and you land it. Yeah. Okay, um, 20 years old. My hips are a little bigger than when I was nine. And mm-hmm. my jeans got stuck on the hook that's at your hip for the chain. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And that sucker dragged me. Oh, so you thought you were like mid-launch, you're ready to go, and then click, and then you probably flipped upside down. It looked like a cartoon. Literally, I thought I was going further, and all of a sudden I wasn't. I was going backwards. And oh. Superman you. Yeah. It dragged you back. Yeah. It dragged me back. And, of course, because you're bigger and you're longer, your face gets dragged in the... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, no. And was it uh, sand that you were being dragged on? Oh, it was definitely sand. Yes. So it'd be like sandpaper on your face. Sandpaper on your face, in your hair, in your nose, in your mouth. <sighs> were you scraped? Terrible. Like, were you scraped up? Um, My hip and my arm were because I caught the chain funny, but otherwise I was just mortified. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah oh more, more shame and embarrassment, <laughs> if <insane>. anything. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's brutal. Thanks so much for sharing that, Alana.
No problem. Okay, have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye, guys. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Now radio. All right, we're talking about whether or not you've ever been stuck at a kid's playground. Uh, this woman in the UK was 30 years, 30 years old, and she's in the news because she had to be pulled out by firefighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they had to dismantle the entire structure. She tried climbing into a baby swing. You know, like the bucket ones where the legs go through, and it's like, yeah. like Ginger said, like high pants. Yeah, they're really, really tight. That's what she tried getting into. Uh, this text here says, I tried to impress my girlfriend in grade eight. Yes. Got in the swing. I got really high. Then I jumped. My shorts got caught on mm. the chain and ripped them literally right off my body. Yeah. There I was in my cowboy print tidy whities She never went out with me again. Oh. From Cal. Oh. Well, the cowboy print. Cal, still single in Spruce Grove. Still no. we- <laughs> still wearing tidy whities with little cowboy hats all over. And still wondering why you're single. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's brutal. Though. Uh-huh. Uh, this text here says, I was taking my nephew down one of those slides that's in the shape of a tube. He was two. I'm five foot ten, so I cannot sit up in the slide. Mm-hmm. I usually lean back a bit while well, he went shooting forward without me. Mm. So I lean forward to grab him. Yeah. Okay, so you got a toddler, two-year-old. Yeah. Toddler goes yeah. down the slide. You're five ten, so you instinctively sit up and now you stop like this. Oh, no, that's my worst fear. He went shooting forward without me. I lean forward to grab him, and I end up going down the slide with my neck kinked to the side and the top of the slide rubbing on my oh. face. <laughs> it says, I've had neck and shoulder issues ever since that day. I bet. See, that's why I don't do water slides. For that exact reason. I picture myself getting stuck in the bowl of a like slide. Like sitting up and being weird? Well, just like somehow getting stuck in there, and then it fills up with water, and I drown. Bing, bang, boom. I'm going to say that probably won't. No, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen one day. Yeah. When someone forces me in a tube, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Get ready to pull the drain plug on it. (laughs) Uh, Natalie, how are you doing today? I'm good. Excellent. All right. So uh, what play structure did you get stuck in? Uh, McDonald's play place. Uh, Another one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bad one for adults. Uh, Well, I was eight months pregnant. Yeah. And uh, my two older kids were like four and three, and they were fighting up in the play place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I was you know, going up in there to take care of that. Yeah. And I got, I got stuck like kind of, kind of sideways with my legs up around me. So like my stomach was like stuck in the middle. Oh no, and, no. And I, and I couldn't get out and I was starting to panic a bit. And then, so my, and all I've got there is a four year old and a three year old. Like, yeah. what are you going to do with yeah, that? Yeah, they're not going to help you. No, not at all. It's Yeah. And so I ended up like maneuvering around onto my back and inchworming my way down and I had to go down the slide head first. (laughs) (laughs) It was was a really good moment. (laughs) Everyone's sitting there eating food. It's probably like, what is this woman doing? Eight months prior, you're just kind of rolling yourself. Yeah, man. Maneuvering uh, it. I wasn't I wasn't a small pregnant woman. I wasn't one of those cute ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, like, you, yeah, you yeah. had baby. You had baby in baby. You. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. You had a full-grown person. Did anyone come to your yeah. rescue when you came to the bottom of the slide? Uh, no, but what's really awesome is the kid that I went in to save is the one who texted the story in. Oh, oh yes. Yes, yeah, they, they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, no saving today. No, no, not at all. <laughs> that is awesome. Thanks so much, Natalie. Thanks, Natalie. Okay, bye-bye. Call Crash and Mars. Call 489-4669. Join the conversation now. All right, people are still texting in their stories about getting stuck in playground equipment. Uh, this one here says, I didn't get stuck, but I am large and in charge. Oh, okay. 
my son, who is four, last year insisted that I go on the slide in our Costco play structure in our backyard. <laughs> okay, first of all, at least this happened in the backyard. It's a tube slide. <laughs> yeah. I gave in to his demands. Yeah. I went, I fit. But I came out so fast because you're not, you know, you weigh more than a child. Yeah. It was like a rocket landing a few feet out of the bottom. Oh, no. <laughs> My son looked at me, squealed in delight, and said, again. <laughs> I looked at him and said, F no. <laughs> Mommy needs a drink. I'm dizzy, and I was really sore after catapulting onto our lawn, <sighs> bruised on my butt and my back. Yep. Yep. Kids don't see size. Kids no, just see no, fun. No, no. They just see fun. Like, I'm having fun, so you need to have fun, too. Yes, right? And if you're, you know... If you're if you're mom and you're awesome and cool to a yeah. four year old, you better get down that slide. Well, when we went to my uh, brother's place, uh, my nephews are dragging Mars all over the yard. A, she's like terrified of the bush, yeah. So they're dragging her in the bush. I don't like going in the bush. Dragging her on play structures, yeah. Because you were climbing the one little tree fort there. Yes, I like, was. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, she's wearing like high heels. No, I wasn't wearing high heels. <laughs> I didn't want to get platforms. I know I wasn't wearing. Eight, I didn't want to get ticks in the bush. Yeah, that was my big thing. Mm-hmm. Ticks and bears bother me a lot. Yeah, and then the play structures were just. I'm just not that agile. Uh, Bree said I was one of the cool kids when I was young who could get on top of the monkey bars. Mm-hmm. Really good at it. Uh, so when I was older in my 20s, I wanted to show off to my friends. So we went over to the monkey bars. I thought to myself, Meh, can't be that much harder now, right? Oh no, dead wrong. The gap in between the bars was tiny, so my hips and my ass got stuck. <gasps> Oh, you tried to wedge yourself all the way through? Well, you're trying to get up on top. Yeah, oh, and pull yourself through, And, yeah. and the wedge is a little... It's not... Because it's meant for children. As kids, you think it's really wide, right? Yeah. Nope. Bree said she had to get her friends to like, lift her from the feet. Mm. Oh, no. And then you probably got bruised sides. Probably, yeah. Oh. You Your sides would bruise. That would hurt. Yeah. Uh, Megan's on five here. How are you doing today? I'm okay. How are you guys? We're doing good. Fantastic. All right, so what kind of play structure did you get stuck in? Um, we were at a like a play gym or whatever for my son and I got stuck in one of those stupid giant foam pit <laughs> How did you get stuck in the foam pit? I am not coordinated. And so, so anytime you, know, you would step in there you'd fall? You could go. I would fall. Well, the foam would move. <laughs> and I, I couldn't get... And I'm terrified of foam. I think it's just disgusting. Yeah. Foam. And my husband thought it was hilarious to shove me in. And see what would happen, and I lost my mind because I couldn't get out. And yeah. I got, I was stuck in there for probably about 10 minutes, and I lost my keys and my phone. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> keys, yeah. cell phone, everything's gone. And everything. I am pretty sure that I pile drived a small child. Oh, no. Yeah. You're using children to climb on top of to get out? Oh, yeah. I was I was getting out of there if, if, if I had to hurt someone. So. <laughs> It was it was probably one of the most embarrassing experiences ever because I, all I could scream was it's covered in pee. Oh, oh well, yeah, because that's where your mind goes, right? That it's it yeah. is, yeah. I'm like, oh, people have peed in here, and there's extra skin on the foam. Sure. And oh my oh, yeah. god. And if you don't like foam in general, like the texture of the yeah, foam rubbing gross. up against your body sure. as well. Oh yeah, yeah. They thought it was hilarious. Oh, that would be a nightmare. It'd be like quicksand for you, right? It was. It really was. <laughs> I mean, I was like a, I was like a landed whale. I was flopping around. Like, oh, no, no. It was terrible. Oh, that's brutal. Thanks so much for sharing that, Megan. No problem. Have yeah, a good day, You guys. too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Follow Crash and Mars on Twitter at 
Ash and Mars. Join the conversation. Now Radio. All right. Now, I know a lot of people in the Now family have, uh, a lot of people have traveled extensively Mm -hmm. and have had some pretty cool experiences. Yeah, you guys have been everywhere. There was a really neat article that I was uh, reading. uh, A a big news conglomerate down in the States did an interesting expose on North Korea's restaurants and what goes on in, in their restaurants. Now, I mean, obviously, I've never been to North Korea. I'm sure there is a lot of people uh, who haven't. Mm-hmm. But they say uh, that there is uh, restaurants in North Korea that are really big into the like the electronic animals, like think Bullwinkles, Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, okay, yeah. Mixed with um, operatic or singing ladies. Now, they say that they're... Are, are they electronic too? No, these oh. are actual <laughs> women. They say their posture is immaculate. Their teeth are as white as pearls. Mm-hmm. They have well-rehearsed smiles. And when speaking, their voices are demure. When singing, apparently they produce these operatic melodies in perfect harmony. Wow. Now, they do really like uh, like American music, though. Yeah. So some of the songs you will hear these women perform when you're eating in a restaurant is like John Denver's Take Me Home, mm-hmm. Country Roads, yeah. uh, My Heart Will Go On, Celine, Celine from yeah. Titanic. And apparently, um, these scenes will play inside North Korea's network of restaurants. Now, these restaurants aren't just in North Korea. They're in Dubai. They're in Moscow. They're in Hanoi. Uh, each franchise, though, is a part restaurant, part performance hall. Hmm. The star attraction is the singing waitresses imported in from North Korea. Now, why were they looking into these restaurants? Well, because they wanted to see how the women were being treated. Yeah. And how do you think they're being treated? Mm, well, we can only imagine, right? Well, like they're not allowed to leave, basically. Yeah. They're kind of stuck <laughs> And if they mess up, they're probably gone. Yeah. So uh, they say, though, that apparently it's very competitive to get into this business to be one of these singers in a North Korean restaurant. Hmm. Uh, would you guys enjoy that? Watching people sing like that? Like yeah. part restaurant, part, I don't know. I guess it's just like you're at a bar and it, someone's yeah, on stage. I, I suppose it is. Yeah. I want to know from the Now family, though, because you guys have been in some pretty neat places, even if it's just here in our own province. Mm-hmm. What is the weirdest restaurant you've been to? Yeah. Yeah. In town or around the globe? In town, around the globe. I yeah. want to know your weirdest restaurant and what did you eat? Cold Crash and Mars. 489 4669. Join the conversation. Now, radio. Hey, this is cool. Yeah. Uh, weird restaurants that you've been to uh, in town or just around the globe. Maybe you're on vacation. You're like, hey, let's try that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one says, uh, I have never been there, but my brother went to Sicily. He went to Rome and he went to a restaurant called Yoshi, where you can order body sushi. A hot girl comes and lays down naked at your table. Yeah. They cover her in sushi and you eat it off her body. That, that's legit. You see it in the movies, right? Uh, well, yeah. Sex in the City. I mean, there's that scene of, uh, what's her face? Kim Cattrall for Valentine's Day with that young hottie. She lays down on a table and covers herself in sushi naked oh, and he doesn't show up. That would be fantastic. And she lays there for like two hours with raw fish all over her. I would have shown up. Well, yeah. It's Kim mm-hmm. Cattrall. Kim Cattrall, damn it. <laughs> That's right. You don't leave that sushi to go to waste either. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> uh, jump to Brian here. Hey, bud. Hi, how's it going? Good, good. good. All right, so uh, what's uh, what weird restaurant did you end up at? Um, this is around, I'm not entirely sure it was well the kids, like Asian nights, but they actually had a Star Trek restaurant here in Edmonton. Oh, really? Yeah. 
They had everyone dressed up in costumes, and of course they had funny names for the regular foods, of course. But was it like a dinner theater type thing, or just a Star Trek themed restaurant? Um, I wouldn't say theater. I mean, they had various things that would go on, like the red alert would happen when someone's like birthday and that stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Mars, you don't remember any of this? No, and I grew up here and I don't remember the Star Trek restaurant. Yeah. No. There's a whole bunch of cool restaurants that are coming in that are probably no longer around, but Mars has blown away by these. Huh. Where was it? Do you remember? Uh, it was on the north side. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's a Peeler's there now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's a natural <laughs> transition, right? It's probably where Eden is. Yeah, you go. You go from Star Actually, Trek to strippers. That's where I think it is. Eden. Oh, it yeah. is. It is Eden. Yeah. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Forty nine four six six nine. Join the conversation. One zero two three. Now radio. Right, we're talking about uh, the weirdest restaurant you've been to. I was reading this. Uh, some news. Big news outlet down in the states did an expose on a North Korean chain restaurant mm-hmm. where it's basically. Um, singing women and there's some restaurants that really like those mechanical animals like think like bullwinkles or chuck e cheese what was that uh, like jungle place oh. that was big for a while the rainforest rainforest cafe is that I, what it was yeah because yeah, they had all the robotic like snakes and stuff coming out of the ceiling i've been to two the big aquarium in the middle have you been to one i don't think yeah, they I've, ever had one year in edmonton no i've been to one uh when we were traveling around i went to one in montreal yeah and i've been to one Outside of Vancouver, I think. But that's like, you know. That's really touristy. It's, and it's right? for kids. I mean, obviously, you're not going to. I think, though, the one in Montreal got just blasted. <laughs> As she just said, I think it's for kids. No, there was a lot of kids there, but I did. I had a lot to drink at the Rainbow. You kids need to shut the hell up. <laughs> He's getting drunk and have a good time. There's a mechanical snake. You guys, do this. come here. There's a dinosaur over there. I swear to God, it's, it is a cool place. Yeah, it's a cool place, but yeah. it's, you know, not necessarily somewhere where I would be, you know, heading off to. <laughs> it's not your destination? Uh, people are saying, is there one in Vegas? Yes. Oh, I think there is, Probably. Yeah. It sounds like there should be. If yeah. not, there's something mechanical there. Some, something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, jump to uh, Jen here. Did you get to go to a weird restaurant or what? Yes, I have. I went to a restaurant called Au Noir in Toronto with my friend Lori. Yeah. Oh, so, is that the blind one? Yes, so yeah. all the wait staff is blind. Yeah, so That's... it was it was quite weird, mm-hmm. uh, but it was it was a neat experience. You go in and you order your your meal before you go into the room where you're going to eat. Yeah, and, uh, it's a three course meal. Yeah, and yeah, it was interesting. Do is it? Do you eat in the dark? Yeah, you do because you got to. You're basically anything. living your life like someone who's visually oh, okay. impaired. Okay. You can't see anything, and if uh, you want to refill on your drink or something. You uh, you put your hand up, and the wind staff will feel around for your hand. <laughs> oh my gosh! Really? I didn't try it, but uh, yeah, it was neat. It was really good. I have no clue what I ate. Huh? Yeah. It was good. <laughs> you have no idea what you ate. <laughs> no, one of the options is you get the chef's choice, but oh. you don't know what you're going in. Oh, that's neat. So you just chef's choice. You that don't would, know what it is. You know and what? You just, yeah. I would do that. That would be a neat uh, concept. That would be cool. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think it was some kind of root vegetables. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you think? If you have to narrow it down, might have been a turn up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's interesting. Cool. Thanks so much for sharing that, Jen. Thank you.
Thank you. Have a good morning. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Now radio. All right. We're talking about times that you ended up at some weird restaurants. Yes. In town here, around the globe. Around the globe, yeah. yeah. Uh, we went to a, a, a different kind of restaurant in uh, Jamaica. That was that cool outdoor one. There yeah, was, like, that was big really trees neat. and stuff growing through the middle of it. But then... That's when people threw bags of marijuana on her table. Yeah, things got things went downhill pretty yeah. fast at that restaurant. And then we were asked to go play dominoes. And that was a big no. <laughs> that was a bad night. That was a bad night. <laughs> uh, this one here says, the most interesting restaurant I've ever eaten at was one similar to those North Korean chains that you guys were talking about. Mm. It was a Muslim restaurant in Shenzhen. It had a Western country theme and decor with wagon wheels, Wooden tables with benches. It had cowboy dancers oh. that entertained and did many dances, including the whirling dervish. What is that one? I'm guessing when you're spinning and you're... Like a helicopter? Like Yeah, the whirling dervish, but it's all girls, right? Oh, right. They don't, they're not doing that. No, helicopter. they're not doing the helicopter. <laughs> I'm guessing they probably had like country skirts or on. lassos. Yeah, lassos. that was... And that was in southeastern China. Wow. I guess that's just, like, mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's neat. Uh, jump to you, Laura, here. Hey. Hi there. How are you? Hi. Good, good. All right, so you went to a weird restaurant in uh, Munich? Yes, I did. It wasn't a restaurant. It was a nightclub, actually. Ooh, okay. And it was so cool. Like, what they did was they had, um, like, the tables and then the benches, but yeah. they were bolted to the floor. Okay. So that you could dance on them. <laughs> oh, neat. Seriously? And, Seriously, yeah. And then the other cool thing was that, like, for your drinks, because they didn't want you to be dancing on the table with a drink in your hand. Yeah. So they had really long straws so that you could leave your drink on the table and just drink out of a straw <laughs> on the table. That is That's messed great. up. So as you're getting your groove on, you're still like... Yeah. And absolutely. because you're drinking your booze through a straw, you're getting loaded way quicker. Of co- well, if your, well yeah. your straw would be like five feet. <laughs> Yep, it was long. It was hilarious. <laughs> that is awesome. That's cool. Now, did everyone actually dance on the table, or it was just novelty? Oh no! Every it was like it was whoever like wanted to. It was kind of all over the place, right? Like it was just a wild time. Oh, that, oh, is, that cool. is so cool. That's it. My next trip is Munich. Munich. <laughs> yep, absolutely. They know how to party there. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. That's, cool. That's great. Thanks, Laura. No problem. Have okay. a good one. Call Crash and Mars. Call forty nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. Radio. Alrighty, we're talking about the most interesting restaurant that you've ever been to, or the weirdest experience that you've ever had. Um, some people are saying that they've eaten in a restaurant in the dark in Paris called Don Lenoir. Oh. So that sounds oh, like that yeah. one. In, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one here says a restaurant just outside of Quebec City out of the army base. It's not much of a theme, but you rent your table by the hour. There are three taps on the wall with three different kind of beers. Hmm. So you go up and you fill your cup as you want. Oh, that's cool. It's all you can drink by the hour. For food, the only thing on the menu Poutine. Oh, I'm okay with that. Uh, Andrew, how you doing? I'm doing great. Yourself? Yeah, I'm doing pretty doing good. Pretty good. All right, weird place that uh, weird restaurant that you've been to. Yeah, well, I was working over in Indonesia for a while, and we used to regularly go to a place called the OK Food Court. Okay. Yeah. And it was okay, but <laughs> there was just okay. <laughs> just okay. Yeah. But we never really knew what we were ordering because it was all in symbols and no one spoke English. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Very, very questionable. But there was always cats running around all over the place. It was a tin shed in the middle of a field with no walls. And oh. it was all rusty. And yeah. And that was called the OK Food Court? 
okay food court. An old rusty shed in the middle of a field. Yeah. But wow. And you have any tails? The cats didn't have any tails. No, they had little nubs. Because you were probably eating them. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Deep fried tail. Oh god! You're like, oh, I love these. I'll take three. <laughs> these, these chicken fingers are delicious. Oh no! Oh, no. Yeah, uh, and another time we were ordering food there, and we got our plates. It was a bunch of seashells with no, <laughs> no nothing. And so we we're like, oh, well, I guess this is what we ordered. So we started eating away, and, and then the. The lady comes up and, oh, no, 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 not for you. And then they take it off our table after we've already taken a few seashells. Oh, no. <laughs> and they took it to another table and just put it on their table. After you already picked through it? <laughs> 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 oh, what great. do you do with a seashell? Like, like what, what do you, you get you out of that? Crunched at it? Uh, there was some kind of just whatever. Like a little goop? Seashell, a muscle or something yeah oh, okay, like a yeah. yeah like a snail type mm, thing inside just, of it they just gave yeah, it to the snail. right table oh okay thanks for that andrew yeah, you <laughs> follow crash and mars on twitter at crash and mars join the conversation now radio and that's the show we want to thank you again for listening and remind you you can listen over the air at 102.3 fm monday to friday 5 30 to 10 a.m and you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast